Welcome to um, a much overdue Britain Yankee podcast. This is Pubcast number 321, and uh, we've headed out of the Chicago air. Well, I guess we're technically still, still in Chicago. Kinda, yeah, we're still that, here. That uh, dulcet tone next to me oh. is the original Yankee, Mike Lingafelter. Lingo, welcome back to the show. Thank you, Philly. It's and good to be talk back. Talk into the microphone. I look am. Look at me. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to look at you and talk at the same oh, time. Oh, you don't want to do that. Leaning. That's a terrible thing. Uh, uh, well. Just for everybody uh, who uh, hasn't listened to the show, my name is Phil Clark. I am the Brit, and... Uh, we have been doing this podcast for quite some time. We couple take, weeks. Yeah, we do it when we <laughs> want to do it. We've had a lot, but uh, we haven't had a lot going on the last couple of weeks. So we knew we wanted to get out and do something special. So this particular special edition is up in the land of the ancient. And I say that because we, we just passed Del Webb's Sun City. Oh, yes. So yeah. It gives it away a little bit. We're yeah. here in uh, Huntley, Illinois. And sitting across from me is the fabulous crew from a new brewery that's been opened, uh, well, I don't know how long, but we'll find out. So let's see if we can introduce them right. from my left to right, which makes absolutely no sense at all to the listeners, right? Because yeah. they can't see it. Because it's mono, too, uh, so it's, it's not like yeah, it's stereo. Yeah, it's mono, too. There we go. So over on my left is... Scott Busum. I'm the brand ambassador for So Hopped. The brand ambassador. Oh, he's a sales guy, right? No. <laughs> and that's laughing. Kinda. <laughs> and the laughing there is the second Katie I know in the brewing industry... The second, Katie. I'm Katie Hoffman. I am uh, the the taproom manager here, and uh, you know. But she's our know. she's uh, our number uh, one, Katie. I'm though. the number. Yeah. I, I hear you're you're the person everybody needs to come to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the I other, do all the, the things. The other Katie is Katie Wolf over at. Oh Wolf yeah. Day. Well, yeah. she's and lovely. I don't know any other Katie? She's a Katie with a K. She is. Yeah, yeah. and she's delightful. And last but not least, over on my right is Doug Vandewalker. I'm the brewer. All right. Well. You really need to have the microphone on him because he's going to have all the answers to what our questions are going to be. But thanks very much for having us out here. Just so that everybody understands, we're sitting outside on a very sunny Sunday morning and it's a bit toasty, ain't it, Katie? It's a little hot. Yeah. (laughs) It's fine. (laughs) But um, you did say, can we do it inside or outside? And inside is... A little bit echoey because you do have high ceilings. We've done it a lot, don't you? We have very high ceilings. We do. It seems like a lot of places we go to now, the ceilings are extremely high and you get that real echoey sound, especially if we're recording during business hours. And And luckily we're here before business hours. We are. We're here a little bit early. So from the Sunday morning brunch. (laughs) Wait, what? Sorry? It's a Sunday morning beer brunch. A Sunday morning beer brunch. That's really nice. So we always like to have um, samples as we do our recordings. And we have uh, selected a number of samples from your quite extensive tap list i must admit congratulations there doug on the uh, on the uh, volume of beers that you've had out so we are doing a calibration beer this is your hefeweizen so yes. tell us a little bit about this uh, it's just basically a traditional hefeweizen and we've added some uh, lemon zest to it give it a little citrus taste yeah there is a little bit of a i noticed a dry finish i don't know if that's because of the do you use the the, the the rind or uh, what do you the, ze- the just the lemon we use zest? Just the lemon zest. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's yep. not. It's very on a hot day like this. This is the one we were talking beforehand. I could sit outside and have this all day long. And apparently you refreshing. have had it. I, I finished mine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't do as much talking as you. Yeah, so right, that's true. I have more time to drink. 
<laughs> so I found it still got those characteristics of the Hefeweizen and yeah. still got that little, you know, clovey, bananary thing going on, yeah, and that's right. good. Um, but it's also I, definitely something different to it. Right. So tell us a little bit about So Hot, because we are at an old, what looks to be an old factory, and as I look up to my left, there's a big siren up the top there which yes. it's got all these like big oh, megaphones yeah. going off <laughs> do, you, do you have that because the first tuesday of every month there's a alarm right is yeah. this for yeah. tornadoes yes i this one doesn't work this used to work this one doesn't work the rest of the they've updated in the ah, okay. uh, village <laughs> so tell us a little bit whoever about the actual Sohop location because it's an impressive factory. You have your name in vertical letters going up an enormous great big chimney. Is that where they used to burn the dead? I think we still do. Still learns every first uh, Sunday of the month. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, uh, so the uh, the part we are in uh, this corner of the building used to be Borden's uh, dairy plant in 1907, 1908, 1907. And uh, the rest of the building here um, is the Union Special building. So they are an industrial uh, sewing machine factory. They have been in this building since 1948. And um, yeah, so this this part of the building, you know, was Borden's and then they expanded on in, in the 50s. Um, it's now like almost 450,000 square feet. Did they take over this part of it? at they, some point yeah too? yeah they took over essentially the the whole building and i don't okay. know outside of the steam boilers that were in the the tap room here if the rest of this spot got used for anything else do you know this was the we had the boilers in the main room and this was our coal room so back in the day okay. four-strong carriages used to bring coal in they put them in the chutes in here and then guys would with wheelbarrows would take them into the boilers and we just we updated the plant 20 years ago with uh more efficient heating and so the boilers have been just sitting in this room okay um so we just got rid of them two years ago okay uh, i have a question you said we are you associated with the sewing machine plant yes that's okay. my main job okay is sewing machines so oh, wow. we, okay. we still make industrial sewing machines now are you um, one of the owners then only of the brewery not okay. of the there's three there's four owners to the brewery okay um lance lamb Terry Hitpass and Tom Bartell, those three own Union Special, so they own okay. everything here, the entire factory. The both sides, the yeah, sewing both sides. They own side everything. and the brewery side. Right, right. Okay. And then we lease a lot of the, you know, we had the big, the big, uh, we were big into apparel, and a lot of that went left the area. So half of the factory is still Union Special making machines, the other half is leased out. And then we had this room was was basically sitting empty with just the boilers in it. We decided to go with this room for it. So I must admit, I haven't heard of Union sewing machines. I've heard of, you know, Sears sewing machines and what's the other famous Sing maker? Are they Singer? Singer. 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 Yeah, They well, are we're, industrial. We're industrial sewing machines. Okay. So ah, right, now, right, okay. right now we make uh, the majority is uh, packaging machines. Mm -hmm. We do make some knitwear machines, but the majority is packaging. So when you go and you see your big 50 pound bags of dog food, they're all sewn shut. They use oh. our machines. I was going to say, do you do anything in the uh, farming industry with yeah. the feed and feed stuff and like seed. that? Sacks yep. and those kind of yep. machines. Those are big and heavy duty. Yeah, yep. uh, a lot of them are, you think of a sewing machine, somebody sits behind, but a lot of those I've noticed and seeing documentaries on TV, it's like a handheld they have, uh, you know, bring them down and zip them across the bag or something to sew them up. Pretty heavy-duty equipment. I've had experience of those with my bird feed because in the uh, Britain Yankee uh, beer garden, we have an extensive beer buffet. And so when I have to refill it and burn, I've got a new pack, I have to fight my way through that bloody sewing at the top. And uh, mm -hmm. it's a pain in the butt to get off. So you're doing a good job there. Yeah. Saying. Well, you don't want it to come out. So. Okay. So, in fact, it's still in use is what you're saying yes. here. So yes. you, you are actually getting a brewery in one half of a, a factory that's still in use so you've got a number one you've got a built-in uh, audience right there right <laughs> oh right. it's hot i've done my yeah. sewing machine for the day i'm coming for a beer right yeah yeah that's, yeah. that's good well the location too is really nice right on the main drag through town and everything is very very uh visual i mean especially with the name up on the chimney and everything else it's, yeah. uh, 
great location. So, so how did you go from a sewing machine factory to saying, hey, I think we're going to put a brewery in the other half? Maybe we should have wow. Scott, your brand ambassador, tell us. I probably could. It, <laughs> it kind of comes down to the other owners. Yeah. Um, the, the other three guys who own who own the, the shop, and well, they own pretty much the entire, I call it a campus, because they own all the buildings on campus, and it stretches oh, okay. halfway down 47, seemingly. Wow. Um, but just to hear those guys come out and, and tell the tale of how this all came down, it was, they were traveling pretty extensively, you know, for Union Special. They were you know, doing a lot of international travel and they're everywhere they went. They can, they constantly stopped at, you know, these small family owned hometown breweries and mm -hmm. they were drinking fresh beer, delicious beer. And every time they came back, it sounds like they were always sort of like on the hunt for that. Like, why isn't there a hometown brewery on every corner they were here? On the hunt and ended in Huntley. Yeah. And here they, yeah, how about that? And here they were. And so, uh, you know, to hear them tell the story, it, it's, it's been a conversational piece for those guys for years and, and yeah. sort of like a, a childhood dream of, you know, grown adult men. And, and then it's kind of funny to watch them, you know, when it first started, how almost like the giddy excitement yeah. On, yeah. on these grown men to see yeah. like all this actually come to fruition. It was really fun. But, yeah. you know, I think it was that they found their love for beer during their, their travels together right. and they brought that back here and, decided, well, look at all the space we've got. Yeah. Why not do it here and with Doug's know-how and the space? And it just all seemed to make sense and it came together nicely. So um, we're gonna move on to our second beer and we'll come to you, Doug, once we've tasted that and find out what your background is. Um, so this beer, um, when I'm when I'm saying raspberry wit, I'm expecting it to be a little bit pink, if if slightly. But you did say, Katie, that it was very mildly raspberry. So tell us about this, and as we uh, well, go ahead, Katie, and tell us about it. And I mean, I got that's that's all, Doug. Oh, <laughs> that's that's all Doug. That's right. Doug's for the beer. <laughs> oh, okay, then go ahead, Doug. Tell us while we're sampling, we can pass. Well, it was a, it was arbitrary a, judgment. Right. It was. Uh, it was a, a standard wit, and we just infused it with a little raspberry. All these beers that we're doing are, are they're basically the first for us on a large system. Um, so this is our first try for a for Now, a was this one of your original recipes? Yes, this was an original, this was an original recipe, and... Yeah, the first one's more of a tradi is a traditional Hefeweizen and we okay. use. So one of the things we do is I like I try to keep it traditional to the style. So I'll use the a German Pilsner and a German wheat and uh, uh, also a uh, a German uh, yeast. Yep. And uh, I will mix up the hops a little bit between European and American hops. And uh, and then this is this is very similar. I used. Uh, um, with this one, I mean, there's slight differences in the grain, so I used a right. Belgian uh, Pilsner with a Belgian uh, wheat in in this beer, and Belgian then uh, yes, and also uh, we uh, used uh, I'm trying to think um, some uh, coriander yep. and uh, bitter orange and. We went a little late the first batch with that, so we so, thought we'd give it a little extra, you know, with the with the raspberry, and it seemed to work, and people really, really like it. Um, so yeah, Katie, you had said that this is very light on the raspberry. Um, the first, as I went to like inhale <laughs> the aroma, <laughs> right? I get the aroma of you know a typical Belgian style. Sure. And well, as soon as you put it up to your mouth, and if you take a little inhale as you're sipping it in you get that raspberry right off and then the raspberry comes through absolutely delightfully it is i i don't think it's heavy and it's not light it's just very well balanced and, and it's not overly it's not like you would mm. think sometimes I, I i've tasted in some yeah where it gets a little sweet and they can sure. be overpowering. Right. Sure. And, it, and, and it, this is real. This has got the raspberry. Oh, like yeah. you took a raspberry and ate it. You're not going to get so much sweet as you get a little tartness to it, that's which right. is really pleasing to the palate, especially when you have a beer like this. That's a puree, correct? Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, totally. It's only 4.2, so you can have like a couple of pints of this and 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 be really 
happy on a day like this. So a couple of really good summer beers. Doug, tell us a little bit about your background. How did the hell did you get into brewing? Because I understand you're still working at the uh, the sewing machine. Right, factory, that's as you said. So, uh, I still work there full time. Brewing's my part time. Um, just started out as a home brewer. Um, I started bringing the beers into the guys, and I like variety. I can't make a batch of beer and just drink the whole, drink it till it's gone. I got to get my next one going, and mm-hmm. then I go to that. So I would give it away. I'd bring it into work, hand it out, and started giving it to some of the owners. They really liked it. And so uh, it was couple three years three three or so years ago they were like hey you know we should we got some space we should open a brewery and I'm was kind of like yeah you know you're full of it we're not gonna open a brewery here and I was it took it took me some convincing but then yeah they were they were very serious like you said we we uh, we have a cyst basically a affiliate over in Germany we go over to Germany quite a bit and a sewing machine affiliate a sewing machine affiliate right and uh, they're real das Maschine yeah yeah yes 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 and uh you know you go over there and they have a lot of the small breweries the local breweries and the the uh village where we stay there's a brewery right down the street and the owners of union special in germany they they're friends with the owners of the brewery and i know we all just like uh craft beer whenever we travel wherever it is we we stop at the brewery see what's going on see what's you know, see what everybody else is doing. and Now, we know that here in the States, the, the microbreweries, they they seem to be more really friendly to each other. Willing to share, hey, this is what I found when I did this beer, this is what I did. How about over in Europe? Are they willing to, hey, this is how we made this beer and this is how you can make it better? Do they have, are they willing to share some of their secrets or their techniques? Or are they a little bit more... Uh, close to the vest. They're a little they more speak. protective, I yeah. you know, from the limited uh, time I've spent and uh, talking to them. It's a little more, it's a lot friendlier in the States. Yeah. It's, everybody's willing to help everybody else. It seems you know, like Because it, yeah. I'm not making it over in Germany. I really don't know how it is over there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've definitely had like a lot of, of support and, oh, and help from the community here so far, for sure, uh, which has been awesome. Right. That All seems the, to be a running theme with a lot yeah. of the breweries that we go to is everybody's willing to help each other. It's like, right. yeah, I was going to try this and I'm not sure how. Well, if you do this and try this, and it, it's really nice. And then you see more and more of the breweries doing collaboration brews, too, yeah. which gets people interested in not only going to that place. Hey, I'm going to go over here and check this out if they're working with them let's go check out their brewery yeah so it really does help the brewery community as a whole yeah absolutely no we do have a a couple of collaborations that we're about to hopefully get in the books here so tell us about those who's it with um so we are are secret ones yeah (laughs) well one maybe i guess since we haven't confirmed maybe i shouldn't yeah maybe i shouldn't (laughs) talk about that one one is confirmed one is confirmed for sure with a local brewery in McHenry. Uh, um, yeah, McHenry, McHenry County Brewing. Okay. Um, Go ahead. No. Oh, please. No. This is your show. <laughs> and I'd just like to no. say that Katie, Katie is doing a wonderful job. We have one mic short here, so we're basically, she's swinging the mic back and forth between Doug and Katie, and she's doing a wonderful noise. So well, if thank you, you so like, much. That's oh, doing a that's swing. me. Gosh, I hope I don't mess it up. No, <laughs> well, so, sharing is caring, so it's so fine. We, go. we got so, this. So tell um, us about the collab. Then. Uh, so we'll be doing an imperial stout. Um, oh, yeah. Hello. So our um, our stouts that we'll have later are uh, are super light. They're this batch comes in at what four eight four point eight. Um, yeah. So they're they're uh, you know milk stouts, and we'll talk about those later when we drink them. But uh, this one will be uh, an imperial stout uh, that we'll hope to get into some barrels here for the for the coming uh, winter months and we've had a lot so of people like ask if we have barrel trade? age program and I'm like we've been open for 8 weeks are you getting ready weeks. for like no. Oktoberfest <laughs> like a release around Oktoberfest or somewhere in there we are going to do an Oktoberfest beer as well um, that'll go in the tank next week right Yes. Actually, we're brewing the Oktoberfest tomorrow. Oh. All right. Tomorrow. Okay. Tomorrow. Good. Next Good week. Yeah. Tomorrow. Wow. So you. That <laughs> is next week. Yeah. As we sit here, um, behind us is an extensive parking lot that I'm assuming is also for the factory people. Yes. Um, 
but are you going to be able to use that to stick a tent up and you know have some fun here? So we are certainly hoping for that. Um, <laughs> we we do have we have so much parking space here, which is incredible. Um, I've worked at a lot of places where it's like. Not 10 parking spaces and you know yeah. if you don't get there first yeah. you're kind of out of luck <laughs> um so <laughs> sol um yes sol is is what they say um so we obviously like because this backs up to the train tracks here and stuff like that and and uh we oh, definitely need to see that so yes this okay. is a, a active train line here and um yes in, in cargo, in cargo yeah cargo right, right, yep okay. um so uh we definitely would need to you know get a permit and and fencing and all that kind of really fun uh fun so, stuff to go over with the village but speaking they've been of, speaking of fun stuff yes do you guys do any kind of food trucks or anything that come oh. in we do a lot of food trucks we have been so lucky so far um to have gotten like the variety i feel like mm -hmm. and the, the amount of food trucks that that we've gotten to come out here there's not a ton well there's not really any other business in huntley doing food trucks so it's kind of a new thing for this area obviously this is the first brewery in Huntley um, so sorry about that um, I elbowed Scott in case anyone was wondering what I'm apologizing <laughs> it's for it's not the first time yeah, right. it's, it's close quarters behind that bar yeah. so there's a lot of that give me some space um, yeah <laughs> I like to stand my ground anyways <laughs> um, so uh, yeah so you know we we don't serve food we sell um, a couple of snacks right now we have pretzels from gnarly knots uh which is in winfield sure and uh you know they have their food truck too uh we're a little far for them but i actually live out in that direction so okay so for it's, me it's, it's easy to get out that way and it's a typical setup for a brewery who doesn't it is. want to be bothered with all the nonsense of food right? yes uh, you know so ike and oak opened up down in woodridge i think and, yeah you know, they got a full yeah. restaurant yeah down there but, yeah you know scott and i went a great space and we'll take some pictures inside um and uh, I'm just uh, just finishing <laughs> off my raspberry wit here, just to back to this beer because the finish to it has a little bitterness through it, a little slight dryness. Um, it's one of those beers that makes you want to come back for more. And the raspberry is definitely sitting there, kind of nicely underneath, and going, "Oh, this is a really good." One. I'm going to ask the sexist question: Is it very popular with? <laughs> with the fe female uh, <laughs> patrons because it seems like whenever we go to places maybe, maybe I should take this one yeah I mean, go ahead. <laughs> I mean uh, Katie I'll leap over the table yeah. I should <laughs> they're looking Everything's for the hazies they're yeah. looking for the heavies you know and yeah. the, the lighter more subtle brews is what you know the ladies will have as they say so my my wife and some of her friends have gone from red wine to stouts to stouts yeah. no and, and scott what's your take on that what do you see you know i'm sitting closest to katie too yeah. uh no you know what's funny is it's it's not really a sexist question because it, i think everybody behind the bar ownership included thought that that was going to be the case that all right yeah. this raspberry light yeah. beer is going to be for the ladies so to speak but i don't i don't necessarily think no. that's the case i think there are a lot of women coming in who drink the beer but there are lots of men who come in and they they get it and then you see them coming back once twice three times and yep. with the abv being what it is you know you see a lot of guys coming in and it's a kind of a crushable sessionable yeah, yeah. summer beer so is, this is a nice like typical session type yeah. beer where you could just sit and have pint after pint and not feel like oh god i'm getting bloated i all i do is drink the heavy because i i'm a stout man yeah and i, and I drink them <laughs> and, uh, and uh so let's um Get our next two samples and talk a little bit about the hit more history around this area and and what you're looking to do in the future and you talked a little you touched on barrels that you're going to do so let's talk about your barrel program so <laughs> let's get that tap room manager to get our next samples oh gosh thank goodness i'm here yeah there you go <laughs>
they were going backwards and forwards to get our samples, and I said, you know, why don't we just uh, go ahead and get everything that we need for the show in one go? And that's what they've done. Hence, we now have these wonderful samples. Um, what do they call these? Flight board. Flight board. It's a okay. flight board. And uh, Mike has taken some pictures of it, and you were saying, Doug, you made them. They're really kind of cool. I like them a lot. Um, so we are back at uh, So Hot here chatting with uh, Scott and Katie and Doug, uh, part members of, well, the members of the team. Do you have any assistant brewers? Another owner, he helps. Uh, Terry, okay. one of the owners, he helps okay. out quite a bit. He's there brewing with me, so. Cool. Hey, I've done grain out like yeah. twice. Yeah. You've what? Oh, you've done, you've done, you've mashed out. <laughs> Is that grain out or mash out? I can't remember. But yeah. Either way. <laughs> empty, emptied the grain into the bins and just give it wow. to the farmers. Yeah. So yeah, my contribution. You, are, you are out here in what I guess most people might consider to be farmland, I suppose. And when you do, you know, get rid of that grain, you usually... Hello. Hi. So sorry, we open at 12. Thank you. Yeah, we got punters coming in already. Yeah. They see us drinking here, and that's yeah. the thing. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, so you are out there. So you do get rid of your grain to a farmer. Two local farmers come in, and uh, we alternate. And they, as soon as we're done brewing, they're here picking it up. Okay. We just put it in the 55-gallon trash bins with lids and set it outside the door here, and they come pick it up. and. Bring the containers back the next day. Is that mm -hmm. pigs or cows? Hogs. It's cows. Hogs too. Oh, oh hogs yeah. too. Okay. Both. Is it both? Mm -hmm. I have I have some sweet pictures of Marty's. Uh, the cows. Cows going Actually, to town on the on the grain. Nice. <laughs> so you can yeah. get any benefit from that? Will he bring you back some like jerky or something like pork that? belly or you something know, like that? You know, we should start asking for you that. Should. You know, yeah. I'm just you kidding, could, Marty. Pig, pig, a big fat pig roast out here, <laughs> yeah. fatten yeah. up on our grain. That would yeah. be nice. Oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be that's really nice. That is a good idea. So the first brew that you went back to get, I had highlighted a number of these that I looked on your tap list, and this one is one of my favorite styles because. Uh, I like it because it's very basic and and raucous is what I call it. It's you know it's got lots of as you say, Mike, chutzpah to it. But this is your Smash 101, which is an American pale. So tell the listeners what a Smash is and tell us about this beer. Well, the Smash is single malt, single hop. And this one I used uh, a specialty grain from, uh, I believe it was England, and uh, to hey. give it a little more flavor. All right. Uh, and also just a single hop. Uh, golden golden Promise? Yes. Golden, okay. Golden, golden Promise. Because I, mean, uh, yeah, I read it on the And Centennial, <laughs> yeah. And the Centennial Hops. Yes. Okay. So that, yes. um, the Centennial comes through very well because it reminds me of Founder Centennial IPA. But it's a lot, and I mean this in a good way, it's a lot less refined, which I think is how a smash should be. Um, sure. And it's really, uh, really a tasty beer. Only, well, 5.8, that's right in there. That's a good one. It seems like a lot of your beers are in the lower alcohol. Mm -hmm. Are you finding that that's, you know, what people like to drink, something a little more pintable? Honestly, like for, for Huntley especially, you know, we get a lot of, we get a lot of craft beer, you know, uh, people coming in to check out the brewery but there's also a lot of people in Huntley who who you know are kind of more a little bit more new to the to the craft beer scene so having traditional we have a lot of traditionalists come in we do mm -hmm. yeah so it's nice to have AKA, a lot they of drink a lot of Budweiser <laughs> they're, they're <laughs> the dom the domestic drink beer. Yeah. I laugh when I see like breweries just name a beer what's the lightest beer you have uh, because because that happens you know and there's nothing wrong with that but so it's nice that we do have a lot of sessionable you know beers that are kind of introductory beers to some of these styles you know um like even that wit and, you know and and i uh, i'm gonna get into this now because um there was a chicago tribune article that came out a while back that said most towns in illinois are shrinking and huntley is growing and doubling in size um i know it's a big 55 plus community um do you get a lot of the old folks coming in from Dell Webbs? I think <laughs> actually, wait a second. I think I think we're, we outnumber we outnumber them now though. So yeah. so Dell Webb is an, is one of the older communities that mm -hmm. you know before Huntley really kind of blew up in terms of population. But there's 
uh, several neighborhoods further further north on 47 that are are much much younger the aggregate age has to be you know late 30s early 40s um it's a lot of new families a lot of stuff down in. down towards kreitzer there are a lot of neighborhoods now that aren't the 55 plus and it's it's become townhomes yeah uh new apartment complexes and so it Huntley is getting younger believe it or not despite the fact that del webb is one of the things we're kind of known for i guess and, and, and that's definitely come in waves yeah it does come yeah. it's in waves i mean we've yeah. we had uh we had uh wgn tv here the other night oh, uh, wow. doing a special on a food truck okay uh, and fat uh, tomato was on chicago's best in july oh, okay. <laughs> oh, plug 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 shameless plug there was it was of, shameless it, i'm not sure if the word got out to to sun city but there was a lot of you know retirees here right yeah so do you guys are you finding more and more people coming in hey i've never tried craft beer what do you recommend we do kind get of a lo- noobs to the to the whole scene which which is cool and i think that that's like part of why you know the the owners wanted to open this place up in huntley is because there's not you know um there is not another you know brewery around here i right. mean there you know uh scorched earth is in algonquin and crystal lake brewing sure. is in obviously crystal lake uh those are the two closest locations though for us so there's a lot of people who haven't been to a tap room before that are coming in that are just local folks that are excited for a new you know a new business and a new you know style of of you know thing going on here and and we've had a lot of the the reception has been very positive i think for the most part so far and um it is you know as a bartender or you know as somebody who's been in this industry for a while it's it's cool to get you know to meet some of those people and to try to get them to to drink a different beer and to kind of expand their palate and and get to know some of the other you know styles of beer out there besides just having well, a well that and leaving their local light. hangout it's Absolutely. been fun one of the best things about the experience so far has been has been when people come in and you get a lot of that is uh I only drink Bud Light or I only drink Coors Light. What what should I have? And there's no like personal algorithm for a yeah. person. So this what is, do you recommend, Katie? Uh, we actually most of the time will recommend the She's So Blonde, uh, which is not on our not on list, list of beers one. that oh, we yeah, have sampled so today. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's just a really it's it is the lightest beer it's we so have. S E W. We are punny and we like oh, it. Yeah. That yeah. is how. So where were you before? Okay. Um, so I have been somehow involved in the bar or restaurant craft beer industry since you know for the past four, 13 or fourteen years. Um, oh, but surely so not. Surely. You look so young. I get that a lot, <laughs> but I'm. <laughs> you started drinking when you were ten. When I was ten, man. If you think I'm 24, <laughs> God love you, <laughs> because. <laughs> Uh, that is not that is not the case, um, but <laughs> uh, so most recently um, I I uh, was at I worked for Lagunitas Brewing Company actually doing um, a sales well I did a sales and marketing mercenary position for them so so just out uh, promoting events pouring at festivals beer samplings uh, stuff like that I did a very part time gig for them um, I actually have a three year old son so I have taken okay. uh, a little hiatus from from full time working after managing a few restaurants. Um, you know, in the area. I'm actually from Naperville, so okay. um, I've only worked in like DuPage and, and King County. The farthest out I've come is, is okay, Elgin, we so McHenry, McHenry. Yeah. McHenry. yeah. Okay, so, um, okay. so, and then most recently, uh, so I was at Plank, Ro- or Plank Road Tap Room and Lagunitas. Um, so I know you guys did a, a podcast with uh, Riverlands. Yep. Um, so Jeremy, Jeremy, the tap room manager. Yep. Uh, yeah. So Jeremy and I worked together at, at Plank Road Tap Room and actually kind of had these opportunities at a very similar similar time uh, I think Plank Road was one of the first craft beer specific locations uh, and we were going to do a podcast out there but it never came to fruition sure um, it is a ways out uh, right it's yeah there's not a, well there is a little bit more build up around there now and there's some neighborhoods right behind there but right off of Plank Road in 20 um, and they are still as far as I know, like the only, you know, craft beer tap room in the state that, you know, they still don't, you know, serve food or 
or have any, um, you know, they don't have liquor or anything like that. Um, it's only and they about have a, 20 minutes from here. Yeah, 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 15 even. Like everybody kept, they're like, why are you going all the way to Huntley? That's, you know, it's so far for you. And I was like, it's like 14 minutes past yeah. Plank. It's yeah. not that big of a deal. So, Scott, what's your background? My background's actually in education. I'm a high school English teacher for 18 years. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. So I was coaching and So this teaching. is a piece of cake. Oh, this <laughs> is, this is well, when I interviewed with these guys, you know, it was, it was the dream job, you know. And um, obviously I can't leave my day job, but this is as good of a second gig as you could possibly get, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. yeah. I get to work around these guys. I get to deal with beer people. And yeah. So as a brand manager, what... What's your typical day? Because we're hearing this more and more, in so much as you know, I made fun that it was the sales guy, right? Well, that's obviously one of your one of your um, duties is to sell the brand, sell the beer. Right? I hope I hope beer. that we can do that. Right now, we, you know, we, we have we don't distribute, and that right. sort of handcuffs us in in some regards in terms of getting our product out there. So, mm-hmm. uh, Katie and I collaborate a lot on, on festivals to go to, and so kind of what she talked about, what she did with Lagunitas. You know, going out to those places and just trying to get our brand out there. And um, I'm from Huntley. I live three minutes down the road. So uh, trying to do a lot walk with the community. Work. Yeah, I, I, I could walk to work. I probably should. We just uh, did Pub in the Park last week. Yeah, we were at the Pub in the Park last week. And okay. we got like four or five things on the calendar. Um, yeah, we're but, doing like one, one a month or so um, to start here. Just, uh, again, to kind of smaller local festivals to kind of get our name out there yeah. and, and we talked about so doing these festivals here we have some policemen coming out in a couple of weeks to help brew with policemen? Doug yeah we do some uh, local collaboration to try yeah. and get you know make no mistake we we, we want to blow up and be a big brewery someday yeah. but the owners they want to do this for the community yeah and they absolutely. want they want this to be a community the, the family hometown small town brewery and so, so is, with the cops is it going to be like a beer infused with donuts or something <laughs> <laughs> actually it's going to be a it's going to be a bacon, a bacon <laughs> yeah. stout is a that bacon a, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a policeman joke sorry guys <laughs> well you know um, yeah. there is um, in omaha there's blue blood brewing and that's run by ex uh, police people sure, and sure. they do some excellent 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 beers so hey you know what doesn't matter. Come on down. We, we love our cops. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So do you have a name? Are you doing a collaboration or are you just uh, brewing no, with them? it's just going to be a, sort of an educational thing. They're going to come oh, okay. in and uh, just kind of walk them through the brewing process. They're going to get to have some hands-on experience with that. And then uh, we hope to do something with, them with the rescue squad, the fire department. And, um, so do a beer that's called, like, First Responders? Yeah, something sure. like that. <laughs> something yeah. like that, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huntley's Finest. Yeah, and they're, yeah. they're brewing yeah. one of our heavier yeah. ones, too, the 9%, the Sonic yeah, right. House. So okay. Try to make so it, like, 911%. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, there you go. Let's talk about that for free. Talk about puns. Yeah. So we're moving on to our – we usually take breaks, but we're kind of doing a different approach here because i got minimum time to get this edited up and put out before I go off on my vacation. So um, I wanted to get the samples in place and the one that I wanted to try is a beer style that I am not particularly fond of uh, and that's a red, this is a red ale, right? Amber, yep. Amber red ale, okay. And it's called Stan's Amber. So who the hell is Stan and uh, you know why have you brewed a red ale for the little bugger? William Stanley North. He started the company. Started. Mr. North. Yeah. yeah. Is he alive still? No. Uh, no. So this was 1800s. Yeah. Oh, 1881 okay. is oh, wow. when Union Special was first founded. Right. So they they were in Chicago and then moved out to Huntley and took over this building in 1948. So okay. this this beer is uh, is the nod to to Union Special. All of our beers, for the most part, name wise, either have something to do with. Union Special or uh, Borden's or just punny sewing. And, oh, and, and I'm getting a picture shown to me of uh, William. Sa- he doesn't look like he was born in 1881. When was that picture taken? Yeah. I took this last week. Yeah. He's looking good. You mentioned Borden. We'll come on to that in just a second because sure. there's a historical, everybody who's in the Chicagoland area hopefully has heard of Borden's dairy and their right. milk. So we'll come to that in a minute. Um, this particular beer is 5.9, which I is what so. it says on yeah, the Yeah, yeah then it is. That is right. <laughs> um, Michael, you're a big red ale 
Yeah, person. I like you it. You like these styles. I do, I, and this is right up there. The this aroma is really on this one. is just so malty. It is. That is, that is quite and delicious. And it really does carry as, over as to the flavor. you go past it, that's really good. Another one um, with the golden promise. That helps another golden all. promise. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to sit this. Tell us a little bit more about it. Is it is it one of your staples? It, it is now. Yeah. <laughs> when we made it, it was a... Uh, we've done a red and uh other beers never really did a, a proper amber we put this together with with uh again you know use european grain and then the american hops to get a a nice well-balanced amber and everybody this actually uh a lot of people this is their go-to beer now yeah yeah it's this going is over uh, really really well in this uh, tap room it's, yeah we've it's very soft yeah. It is. Um, and it has a beautiful finish. Um, I was kind of surprised when I tasted it. Uh, I thought, wow, I actually like this beer. <laughs> well, <laughs> we I know when you said that this was not your favorite style, I was like, well, why'd you pick it, man? <laughs> well, because you still got to try it because you I never know. You I absolutely agree. never know. You uh, haven't told us how big your brewing system is. And, uh, we, you know, we have it. It's, it's, uh, it's 10-barrel. We can do uh, double batches. We have one uh 20 barrel fermenter and a 20 barrel bright mm -hmm. and uh so we can do double batches if we have to um but yeah it's just a standard 10 barrel system we have uh three fermenters and two brights so we try to keep one at least one beer in a fermenter at all times or at least there will be um this was one of the beers actually we this was the probably on the on the beers we've made in the tap room. This was the last one we put up, and we've already had to rebrew it. So, yeah. so How it's going really been quick. Open, then? I, I don't know if I actually asked that and got a no, question. No, no. So we you opened, open yeah, about weeks? nine or ten weeks. We opened April twenty sixth. Okay. So, um, yeah, recently. <laughs> so how? We talked about the people coming in. How is the reception now? Has it? You know, are you getting a trickle of quote unquote regulars? And yeah, we we absolutely already have some awesome awesome regulars. Um, you know that are that double are local, awesome. double awesome. Double they are double awesome, awesome regulars. Name, yeah, it's a what? Double awesome. It's a beer name. Yeah, you I have that one too. Oh, thanks. <laughs> we'll take it. D U B B E L. D U. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, now see that's punny. You gotta make it punny. Um, anyways. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, we have, we have really great regulars already. Um, you know, certainly new people are coming in every day and, and there's, like I said earlier, we've had a lot of, of support from local places and, and I'm very grateful on a personal level. I've had a, a ton of people from the industry that I know, you know, just from, from working in it and, and especially from, you know, Plank Road and Lagunitas, um, come in and just to check us out and be supportive and people waited in line for our opening weekend and cool. and it's just been really great so you know uh we have nothing but positive things to say i feel like so far about about the way things are going and we just hope that people like the beer and they'll come back so have you, have you had the uh usual visit from mr bitterman searching for his glass he came opening weekend he did john is so lovely he did come opening weekend and he certainly got his glass <laughs> it was so busy when he came too i felt so bad um sure but yes i appreciate that and i'm sure he did too um but yeah he's He's great, and he certainly made it out for for opening weekend to get his glass. So. <laughs> so, so just to finish up this segment, and then we'll come back and talk about the two beers I've been anxiously waiting to try. Yeah. Um, uh, what was I going to ask? Oh yeah, <laughs> I lost my thread there for a second. Um, you you have on your list a lot of IPAs. You do have one New England IPA. Is that your bow down to hazy? And is hazy high here or is hazy low here so did you read the the are not so hazy new england style <laughs> ipa <Not> description <laughs> it is uh it is a juicy ipa for sure which it's a juicy it? new england not a hazy new england it's the, needle, the, needle's the needle's eye, eye. Yeah, okay. which again is is uh a pun you know yeah, I, I, you got sorry. it. You yeah. get it. You get yeah, it. I got it's that. Fine. Yes. So you've also got a big H forty eight. What yes. is that? A 
What's that? Is that a sewing well, it, 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 it is a sewing. As you heard, the Union, special, yeah. Union special moved from Chicago out here in 1948. Oh, and it right, was okay. one of the, I, I don't know, puns that the, the employees yeah. use out in Chicago. They called Huntley, because it was so small then, they called it the Big H. Yeah, oh, so, okay. So that we try sense. to put references into the names as, as, yeah. as best we can. And then that's another... another Scott does the names of the beers. Yeah, if the names uh, are stupid or you don't like them. Yeah, blame Sorry. Scott. Yeah, blame you Scott. can <laughs> blame, blame Scott. Scott. It's fine. Uh, no, I don't. They're really fine. cool. Yeah. <laughs> I like them. Yeah, you got to blame right. the English major. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. There we go. So the one that we haven't had is the you, you have a sour goes called Questionable Couch. Uh, I don't know where that name comes from. but We don't either a, because it's from Solemn Oath. It is our guest beer. So I, I'm not reading the small. Well, that's okay. So well, the question but, would be, I mean, how many guest beers do you have on one, two? So we have two. We have a, okay. a cider always, um, since we do not wake one, and it's nice to have a, a gluten-free option for people. Um, so we do get our cider from Two Fools Cidery in Naperville, mm -hmm. and then uh, we rotate through a guest tap. It'll always be like a smaller local independent craft brewery, um, as kind of a, a you know nod to them, as as well as just to kind of fill. We're not making a sour. We're not making a goza. We're not making a Berliner yet. Um, but it's summer, it's hot, and we would love to, to feature, you know, a style like that. Right. So it's nice to rotate through some six barrels from friends at other, you know, local places around here and give people, a, again, an opportunity who are coming in here who maybe haven't had that style of beer before. And they can get, you know, they can get it on a flight. They can get it in a five-ounce pour and and um, kind of expand their their palates and stuff. So. And it's our top secret collaboration we can't talk about will be a oh yeah probably oh, a right. well, <laughs> top, secret. top secret or just like not there's no date set yet so we should wait on it <laughs> top secret may or may not happen yeah, yeah. Right, we'll, 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 we'll take a break here come back and talk about the two that uh, it's always a, a treat to have the high-end deep dark beers at the end so we'll come back in a minute Mike, you are, as mentioned, a stout man. I am. And uh, we are drinking a couple of stouts. Now, these are your milk stouts, which seem to be the summer stout. Milk stouts seem to be a summer stout. Maybe because it's a little sweeter. Uh, I don't know. But it's maybe a little lighter mm -hmm. as yeah. well. A little yeah. lighter in, yeah. in the body. Uh, Absolutely. You, these, these, and these are coming in at 4.2, so I'd say that this was a... A very pintable stout. If you wanted something mm -hmm. that you know, and a lot of people, how do you handle the question when people come in and say, "Oh, I don't want anything too heavy," and they look at it and it's dark. Right. That's um, actually. Oh, go ahead. No, please. I think that's been one of those other fun sells for people. It's, Absolutely. You know, yeah. those those folks who come in and say, "I only drink Coors Light," "I only drink Bud Light," and then you you see them walk away with a pint of that, and I don't know. There's something really really satisfying about that because they're like, "This is amazing. This is delicious." It's yeah. yeah. It's like you said, the body is so much lighter. We serve ours on nitro, and I think that oh. it's a little silkier, and I think mm -hmm. that you know that that the mouthfeel is. I just think it's a little bit more pleasant for people who don't right. who don't drink like the traditional yeah. like heavy hitting imperial barrel. Yeah, it's not yeah. gloopy and yeah. syrupy. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Because yeah. that's the, everybody that. thinks. Oh, I don't. I don't like. I don't like Guinness. Well, you know what? Good. Then you'll like this. Yeah. Then you're, <laughs> then you're gonna love this. Yeah. So let's talk about the names. Okay, so we have two options, and, and I'm assuming you've taken pictures of these before we swamp it down our neck, mate. Right? Absolutely. Good man. <laughs> All right. Um, they're both Borden Street milk stout. Yes. And one is uh, oh. a chocolate, and one is some more. Um, so you've got variants on each of them. Borden. Tell us about Borden. So, so Borden Street, because of the the dairy factory here this this road right here that we're sitting on is actually is Borden Street okay um, 
right off of 47 here. So that's kind of, you know, the nod. Um, and this is our, since it's our milk stout, again, it just kind of seemed and fitting that we... Yeah, yeah, so. it just kind of seemed fitting that we would uh, kind of piece that all together. And then um, Doug here used uh, dark chocolate in this, uh, in this milk stout instead of like a regular milk chocolate that if you're going to add chocolate, I feel like that's a more common ingredient to use um so they both are they so both they are both, dark chocolate yeah they both have dark chocolate the s'mores just has an added marshmallow and graham cracker um so that kind of makes the difference and then we actually rotate through the variants so we did a blueberry we've done a raspberry a vanilla a coconut it was delicious and <laughs> um they've they've honestly all been so good so mm -hmm. far and and have gone over so well um, we were not really expecting the response to the stouts that that we've gotten and um, and you know you were talking about you know women drinking the lighter beers I, I can't tell you how many women have come in specifically and said like I've never really tried a stout or I've never really enjoyed a stout before I'm always afraid to try them and I've tried this and now it's you know they literally downloaded untapped and will come in if we trap a new variant you know like they've really that really hits the yeah Facebook in that online just lights up when we yeah when, when we, we switch one of the like when we go we also had a toasted coconut so we go toasted coconut to the s'mores or vanilla oh, whatever man. and yeah. and there's just well there seems like there's a lot like of a lot of places out there doing the s'mores thing sure. with, the, with them and i'll tell you I, i'm going to inflate your heads a little bit i i had this oh. and it's taking everything i have not to just drink this down all at <laughs> once i swear from from the smell Right through the the silkiness of that going down, I'll tell you what, one of the best s'mores flavored stouts I've had, I and mean, this Thank is phenomenal, phenomenal. No, I did I did want to have them out sitting a little bit so that they yeah would, um, they're a good temperature. I think actually. I have to say they've been sitting here and it's so bloody hot that it's gone a little bit on the other side. That said, all the flavors are still oh coming God, out. Now, yeah. The, yeah. the small one to me is definitely a different, that graham cracker comes through, that different, that different. Mm -hmm. that's the difference, I think. Mm -hmm. Right now, I'm tasting the The sweetness the of it one. is not overpowering either. Yeah. Right, and you said this was dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. So it's a milk stout with a dark chocolate, oh, which man. dark chocolate is the best. So how do you get those chocolate flavors? Did you actually we add chocolate nibs? Not on, nibs? not on this. We use okay. a, a specialty extract. So it's, it's natural, but it, it's specialty. We, uh, uh, and that makes it fairly easy. We've used yeah. cocoa nibs, and I think, I think this works. One of the reasons is it's a dark chocolate. Yeah. Everybody uses cocoa. Cocoa nibs are, are popular. They're, it, we've done them. It's not very hard it gives you the chocolate flavor but we wanted yeah. we wanted something a little bit different so we had we wanted the dark chocolate depending on the chocolate the cocoa nibs too i found that it can get a little bitter depending Absolutely. on how much yeah. you use it it gets right. that bitterness this is just smooth from start to finish there's no bitterness to it slight sweetness to it that's not overpowering that's the way kind of the way we look at it yeah in your description you say in 1907 borden's built their mild processing plant right here on vine street so two questions are you talking about the beer mild milk and where's vine street so vine street is 47 47 okay and then this road that we're on here then is borden street okay and uh it is a milk processing yeah plant. oh okay so yeah, yeah. i've pointed out a spelling error in your untap because Stop it says it. Well, I don't do built their mild oh, processing. Uh, <laughs> who does the untapped to cut? I don't know. So I'm going to take marks off of that. I'm You're sorry, marks are one. off the of spelling. You're the first one to you know, call me out. It is interesting though. <laughs> Damn. You know, Huntley. Huntley well, is it, it's, it's we're a farming community, sort of. It's you know? fair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, people give us because we're, we're, we're rural, and it was funny to listen to you guys talk about whether we're a suburban Chicago. Or not, because it yeah. is a fun conversation to listen yeah. to people argue about, are we in the suburbs or are we not? But um, researching for that stuff was really interesting because while Huntley is a small town and known mostly for the farming, this rural community out here, yeah. a lot of people don't know that that this was like the global hub 
for milk processing. Like right, like within within like 10, 10 square miles of where we sit right now, most of the milk that was being processed in the United States was being done right right here, which is just it's, it's just crazy. Like, yeah, that's why, crazy why here? to think. And yeah. really what it came down to was the tracks were right, all here. The train tracks. Tracks, and then Doug and I were talking about the, the factory when it up. What did you tell me about the factory when it was first built? Oh, for the, uh, I don't remember. It was it was one of the most high tech oh, factories most, yeah, in the board, world, right? Board because of what they the did, matching the processing right, right. that they were able to do here to yeah. get that kind of volume. Right, that was his goal. So I know that's like, a lot of uh, yeah, uh, teats uh, milked. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're allowed to say teats on this. I can say whatever the fuck I want him to say. Oh, yeah, I don't yeah, care. That's a, that just happened. Uh, <laughs> he's cranky. He's out of the sports now. Yeah, so, I've had a few beers, so now he's got to hit the edit button. So Damn Bort- him. Borton's is definitely uh, still around, right? Yes. Yes. But they're not here anymore. No. Uh, did they move to Elgin? Is it Elgin? Well, I'm well ironically, sure. Dean's oh, milk Dean's. processing plant was, oh, was yeah. just on the other side. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, we okay. had Dean's was here, but that, they oh, were oh, man. <laughs> milk, milk won't leave this area. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. Yeah, right. yeah, so, so you're going to have to do a cream ale and uh, maybe add strawberry to that. So you've got strawberries and cream. Uh, you oh, know, there's so many possibilities then, you know, with the milk you know, stuff. You, yeah. you can do a double. Well, you can do all sorts of things with milk, can't you? Pull the other one. That's another good beer name. There we um, go. <laughs> and we're going to sit here talking about beer names. Yeah, right. That's good. Scott, come on. I'd rather Mr. I'd rather drink Mr. beer. Mr. English, who puns, missed the bloody Miranda. spelling that mistake. Was Mr. Yeah, English. That was, that was not me. Oh, okay. It was, Very good. It was, it was okay, so the future. Uh, what does the future hold? Uh, you're obviously very, very young. You've got a good start with these beers. I mean, that, um, I don't think... I actually... I'm gonna tell you which one I prefer, and I prefer the sweeter one in your milk stout. Um, try doing just a straight up milk stout. Mm-hmm. Let's go basic. Anyway, what about the future? You'd mentioned slight barrel program going on. You're gonna do well, canning, bottles. Our- Maybe that's Scott's piece, but mm-hmm. you do the brewing bit. Well, he, Doug. Doug's, Doug's the brewer, so what he wants to brew is all. What do you want to brew, Doug? Gets brewed. Well, we're doing the the two next hurdles, I guess, are the the barrel aged imperial. And then uh, also trying to get a, a Berliner down, you know, just just get something good, you know, mm-hmm. don't don't go too crazy, but yeah. So those are our next, our, not hurdles, yeah. but next. Well, no, uh, and then we've got oh, no, the October fest the going Right, we've got our October. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we've so got we're our going October yeah. fest. We're going to fully lager it, so so it's a bit of a late start, but. Mm-hmm. I think, the dream, I think the dream is, though, I mean, if you're going to look a little further out, is, it's like you said, is to fill fill all of this space with tents and bands and DJs and live music yeah. and uh, beer festivals. Cool. And, um, yeah. You know, I I know we've been kind of talking to the ownership team about sometime in the somewhat near future buying a pilot system. I know Doug probably like, I got enough on my hands right now, but it would be really fun to have a small a small barrel you know, pilot system to really start doing some experimental stuff on the side. I mean, the, the, the dream, you know, the, if you're going to project yeah, forward. The, the, the general flow yeah. of what a, a brewery becomes. Yeah. I know I saw the, the crawlers inside. Yes. Do you guys do growlers also or just we, the crawlers? We do not do growlers. We just do crawlers. Do you do um, it on everything on tap? Uh, everything except for the stouts, actually. Oh, God. And the guest taps. Break yeah. my heart. Because they're on nitro. Oh, they're on nitro. Oh, right. Yep. Okay, gotcha. They, yep. So, so going with that question lead into... Is there any future plans, or do you see anything for bottling or canning? We would, we would maybe look into doing like a, a mobile canning line to mm-hmm. to try out. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have actually gotten a lot of that. Like, okay, well, so where's your bottling line going to go? I'm like, <laughs> we've been open for like five days. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like well, we're not ready to talk about expansion yet, but no, we've I got know. we've yeah. got ideas and plans for the future. Okay. So. So maybe a mobile canning line, you know, here within the first, you know, within the first year would be really cool, um, you know. Uh, but for right now, we are just doing uh, crawlers out of the tap room, and and that, and even that, we we have taken really slow, mostly because of me. Um, <laughs> but I uh, I am like really set on making sure that we uh, are are putting the best product out that we can. You know, like I'm not willing to to just like fill a growler and not have it done 
properly or or not have it be cleaned properly or whatever and and people you know get an off flavor in our beer that's not supposed to be there because mm, sure. it got sent out of the tap room incorrectly or same sure. thing with the crawlers like you know making sure that we are all everybody in the tap room is is ready and and really good at at pouring them and sealing them and making sure that we we have that system down um i know it sounds like like it's something that should be so easy which which you know it's not rocket science necessarily or anything but but again i just i have a big thing about making sure that that we're sending the best product out into the community well that's that's the whole thing you don't want something bad leaving the tap room either absolutely not you know that's represented posted um uh it deep in the fridge of the britain yankee pub i came (laughs) across a crowler of uh beer from 418 what's that april may it's uh january february march april so april the 18th okay yeah. which was filled april the 18th and it was a kosh it came from a uh, house brewing in uh, arizona phoenix oh. and i was talking to people and said i wonder if that's any good you know because you know kosh is a beer that should be drunk fresh you know you're looking at this nearly almost nearly three months old so i cracked it open it was delicious so obviously they had filled it correctly yeah and the beer was fine um so you, you have to look at even the cleaning and the disinfectant disinfecting aspect not disinfectant but yeah. you know, the, the, the yeah. sanitation yeah. aspects of even your crawlers absolutely so, you and, and you know that was just something that I wasn't willing to compromise on and and we've gotten a little bit of pushback about that maybe just in the very beginning just people you know and we appreciate that people want the beer you absolutely. know what I mean mm-hmm. um, but we don't have a huge margin for error in a small town like this if no, we're right. putting out absolutely bad product not. and the word spreads oh yeah yeah town, that's, yeah yeah. That's trouble for us. So no, for so, sure. no. Yeah, yeah. Katie, Katie has been constantly <laughs> venting herself, blows her out, she's and flapping herself so she gets a little airflow. She is if y'all know me, yeah. you yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> I am very warm right now. Now I would like to say that it was her idea, Mike, um, to, sit to, to sit outside yeah. and. But I, I, I went along with it. Trying to be hospitable. Oh, <laughs> you, know? you are very hospitable. Thank you. Um, it's been a gas coming out here, guys. Um, you, what are you looking at? What are I'm you looking me? to tink. Huh? I'm looking to oh, tink. Oh, I see. Sorry. <laughs> if, if if people want to get a hold of you guys, where would they go? Where's the best place to go? So uh, our Facebook page. Our Instagram page um, and our website are all updated. You need an about on your website. I need an about on our on yeah, our actual about, website. Yeah, on the actual website, you don't ha- you have your beers, you have everything else, but you don't have where on we about. came from. The history. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll, people I'll, like that. I'll get right on that. I know. I, will, I know. A guy no, I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. Do you do the website then? Um, I we actually do have like a web host who okay. does most of the stuff, but I do all the the actual social media updating and all um, that, yeah. yeah so the facebook mild, and mild. instagram and mild mild process yeah i do really well on the on the uh on the untapped apparently <laughs> yeah. yeah you need to run it by your resident so, teacher so, to make yeah. sure that all the everything just put get graded on your on, uh, you know, on your acceptance check on so sure, so sure. what about if they need to call you guys or the address here where um, we're at so we are at one union special special Oh it is. That's one what we, Union yeah. Special Union Plaza, special. Uh, Suite One Thirteen. So we have had a lot of people that say that like Google Maps or somewhere will like take them into like the neighborhood here, the other side or of the building. Or oh, yeah, a shipping dock. Yeah, the shipping dock on the other we side. We don't. Of you don't want to put the like, suite on there because you can't miss it because there's a bunch look for the freaking silo. I tell everyone, I'm like very surprised yeah. how few people see <laughs> this place. We're right here. From over here, yeah. But this yeah. road at certain times is so messed up. You just look yeah. straight ahead. Yeah, you got to uh, focus on the traffic. The traffic does get really... So who, who's got the phone number? Uh, it is... Oh, I wanted geez. to ask the brewer because he never knows. I don't. You're right. It yeah, is. no, they, oh, they don't care. Wait a okay, so Katie's looking it up on her phone. Is it 815? It's 815-701-8819. Yes, okay, okay. Cool. awesome. Yeah. But I'm not going to lie. Facebook and Instagram... Social and the thing, social media is the best way to get a hold of us. For the sure. thing you have to remember is that so hot <coughs> is S E W H O P apostrophe D, right? That is correct. correct. So hot. So, so you dro- hot. dropped a couple of letters just to squeeze it in. It looks better on Please. the uh, on the logo. On the logo, doesn't it? Um, guys, thank you very much indeed. At the end. So of before we end, if oh, any on, any questions on. or anything, email us at thebritainyankee.com. No, questions at the Britain Yankee. At the pints at the Britain Yankee. You gotta get that bit at the beginning, Mike. 
Hey, beginning and whatever. <laughs> they they all checked out anyways a half an hour ago. Yeah, I know. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so um, it's good night from me. Good night from him. And it's cheers from everybody. Cheers, cheers. y'all. Thank you so much. Uh, now we got to do it in front of the... How can we do it in front of the... Yeah, do it in front of the mics. Here, wait. Let me, let me do oh, it. There we go. Here we go. Okay. Can you reach oh, here? Cheers. Cheers. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, careful, careful. There we go. <laughs> Sample glasses are not that good to do cheers with, but yeah. these are these lovely these are little awesome. small snifters, so I like those. Yeah, they're good. Britain Yankee. Britain Yankee. I'll have a pint, Yankee. Go, give us a pint. You got any techniques? Uh, a pint, please, Bob. Give me another pint, please, Bob. 